Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Father Greg. Today we have a homily for Sunday, July 16th, 2023, in which we think about grains, gardens, and God. Before we get to the homily, let's listen to an excerpt from Matthew's Gospel. Matthew writes, That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the lake. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And Jesus told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Jesus went on to say, Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the person who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but only endures for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another case sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of Christ. Dear God, may only your truth be spoken and only your truth be heard. Amen. When I was a young boy, my family and I went to a church picnic. Each member in our family won a Good News Bible. It was the mid-70s, and the Good News Bible was the cutting edge of biblical translation. The goal was to translate the original text into modern-day language, and it was published under the title, The Good News for Modern Man. One of the things that I remember most clearly are the pictures. Every few pages, one of the stories was illustrated with simple, clean images and what I think would be most accurately described as line art. For some reason, the image for today's reading sticks out in my mind the most. It was a simple image of a person scattering seeds from a pouch slung across their torso. Our reading from Matthew's Gospel today depicts Jesus using a simple story or parable in an effort to convey a message to his listeners. Jesus spoke about a man sowing seed. As the man scattered seed, some fell on a walkway, others fell on rocky ground, and others fell among thorny weeds. And some, well, some even fell on good and fertile soil. First of all, we should try to understand some of the parts of this story, at least at a surface level. 
The sowing of seeds is a metaphor for sowing the spiritual life. Put another way, the seeds that grow are a metaphor for the beginning of a life of faith in God that hopefully takes root and grows in each of us. The different types of ground represent the different responses people might have to permitting the seeds of faith to take root in their lives. There's a broad spectrum of reactions from active resistance to those who try to nurture spiritual growth in their lives. That's a very basic explanation of what's going on in this parable. Jesus goes on to compare the seed being sown to what he calls the word of the kingdom. Let's think about that for a moment. All the way back in Genesis, we're told that God spoke creation into existence. John's Gospel opens by reminding the reader that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was in the beginning with God. All things that came into being through the Word, and without the Word, not one thing came into being. John's Gospel also describes Jesus this way. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. In the person of Jesus Christ, we see the creative power of God taking on human form and walking in our midst. So, in the parable of the sower, when Jesus describes the seed as the word of the kingdom, there is a very real sense that he's talking about something that is organic and alive. Words are something alive and filled with power. In this parable, the sower is scattering seeds so that something new might come to life and offer nourishment. That's an explanation of the seed, but this parable isn't just about seed. At first, it might appear as though this parable is primarily about seed, but as Jesus explains, we realize there's more to it than that. Those of you with gardens know that there's more to gardening than simply sticking some plants in the ground and hoping for the best. Every spring, the soil needs to be turned and fertilized in preparation for planting. It's helpful to have an understanding of what plants will thrive in different parts of your garden. Some plants should be planted in the fall, while others wait until the spring. A growing, vibrant garden needs the right amount of water, sun, soil, and even a little bit of love. From time to time, you need to get rid of the weeds that seem to come up from nowhere and threaten to take over everything else. My point here is that having a garden is like a lot of things in life. It takes time, energy, and some work. Jesus often compared the spiritual life to growing plants for a reason. Our spiritual lives need just as much time and dedication as our garden does. Over the years, I've noticed that things in my garden rarely stay the same for long. They're either growing or they're dying. The same is true for our spiritual lives. If we ignore the spiritual part of our lives, it won't keep growing for very long. But with some effort, some time, and by the grace of God, we are rewarded with growth. All of this tells us about the phenomenal amount of research and hard work that goes into agriculture. 
In comparison, Jesus talks about a person who simply strolls along, randomly scattering seed, allowing it to fall wherever it pleases. Even by first century standards, the man in this story was not engaging in normal farming practices. The sower in Jesus' story was a bad farmer even in his day. Everyone who knew anything about planting seed would know better than to throw seed where it couldn't possibly grow to maturity. Furthermore, Jesus told this story in Galilee, which was not a particularly wealthy area. Taxation rates were high due to temple taxes and Roman occupation. First century farmers also started off in massive debt to a system rigged against them. Return on their investment was meager. To put it bluntly, the sower in Jesus' story was wastefully exorbitant in his approach. Jesus was not simply talking about sowing seeds. He was telling his listeners that God is exceedingly generous with God's invitation into relationship. God sows the seeds of invitation broadly without considering the likelihood of a favorable response. The invitations are scattered everywhere in the hope that someone, anyone, might respond. In this parable, Jesus reminds us that our spiritual lives need tending as well. This parable tells the story of God at work in the world and is one of the ways that we are invited to participate in that story. We can participate by reading scripture regularly, Read a trusted Christian author who will help explain scripture and invite us to examine what we believe. Engage others in genuine dialogue about your faith so that you can learn from their experience and so that others can learn from you. Keep the lines of communication with God open through honest prayer. I wonder how this understanding of the parable of the sower might change the way that we plant seeds in our community. Imagine for a moment that we practice this kind of generous scattering when inviting people to church or even into simple faith conversations. What if we took this approach to sowing the seeds of faith even when the results seemed highly unlikely? I wonder how things might be different if we used this story and applied it to every situation that every one of us entered, at home, at school, and work, and in all manner of conversations. Let's pray. Divine Sower, you scatter the seed of invitation generously. May we be rich soil and receive your gift so freely given, so that we may revel in love's abundant, reckless growth. Through Jesus Christ, the grain of life. Amen. Amen.